Hi folks, welcome to Clan from the Stands. This is uh, episode 19. So we're just going to jump right in. Uh, we have a full compliment back to full strength. We welcome back Big Chris. We've missed full you, mate. Strength. We have missed you, right? He's back. Um, we don't even know where he's been. He's been in the wilderness, um, but he's, he's back tonight. So we've got a full, a full compliment tonight. So looking forward to to hearing what Chris has got to say about about the recent uh, the recent form of the clan and some of the the hot topics. So we're going to start tonight. Just jump into the I think the biggest thing over the past you know the past few weeks has been the the, the injury crisis. It seems that injuries have been mounting up. Um, it seems every game that we you know the, the, the game that follows is another injury or there's somebody else that's not icing. So um, yeah, so we've got a number of players that are that are out and um, as usual it's it's we don't really know how long they're going to be out for. Uh, we've heard some. Some rumours about different things that proved not to be true. So, well, what what do we make of the current situation with injuries, guys? What's who wants to we'll weigh in first? Rest all year. To be fair, we've, we've literally since the start of the year, Becker was injured. Then when Becker came back, Tansky was injured, and it's kind of rolled on. We've never played a, a game this entire league campaign. I don't think with a full quota of players. But who was out before Becker? Becker got injured in Nottingham. Um, no, it was Cardiff, wasn't it? No, I think what happened was that, is that Bierum was late arriving. Oh, oh right. Yeah. That, that, right. That was what happened. So he, it wasn't an injury to start with, it was a late arrival, if and then by the time he came, if, he can, if he's going to put these points up, he can turn up as late as he wants. Ah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, I mean, the, we kind of had discussed it earlier on. I mean, we've not had a full quota of players, but the second line in particular has been outstanding. Um, so uh, what what do we think about the injury crisis? I mean, what, what's the you know I mean we've now got so let, let's just go through it now. So as far as we know, so Tansky's still not back yet. As yeah. far as we know, yeah. right? We have got um, Matty Roy's out yeah. at the moment, and um, we don't know how long he's out for. He's used to just always limping. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erdhart didn't ice, so Fitz had to yeah. put you know t- yeah. t- he had to dress up. So um, yeah, what's I th- I we've also got Peacock. Peacock as well. So there's there's four I think, there I think, off the bat. You know, we, we manage things, but. I think the Earhart injury was the straw that broke the camel's back. Actually, yeah. as far as as far as keeping things together and, and keeping the unit operating as one. I mean, Earhart is your quarterback and stuff. And as much as your was and, and and you know is one of your best players, Peacock's your best Brit, and Tansky's your energy guy, etc., etc. Um, really, really became apparent that we were missing something Sunday there, uh, Saturday, sorry, uh, against uh, Guildford. And you know, for me, Erhard just does everything good. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. he's just so steady. He's, he's 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 got a bit of everything about his game, and 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 especially a power play looked really really poor yeah. on Saturday. Really poor, disjointed in fact. Um, hardly any shots away, and um, that is no small part of him not mm. being on the ice. Do you not think he's well? I feel he out of all our D men, and they're all. I think they can. The good thing is our D this year. They, they seem to all be able. To play a bit you know they can skate but he's just there's a calmness when he's on the puck and I think that you can see the players they, 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 there's, there's, there's a lot of trust in him but you know he's, they, everyone trusts him with the puck and he's got, you know he's got the quality aye, that definitely. a lot of them the, the, the rest of them don't really have hate Haywood's got it but not as not as much as uh, Erdhart but people for what I'm seeing online people are screaming about bringing cover in yeah. and my, my thoughts go to just to touch on what Chris said there if on paper the injuries are short term you can't bring mm-hmm. one or two imports in for people that are going to be back in two weeks time it, well, it doesn't make do sense we should have a 
personally, I think that that's what let us down last year. I think we, like we, we need a spare import in general. We do have a spare import. I know, but Fitzgerald said he would lace up if, but he's not. He's not an actively. I mean, that was his first game since March, and you could see it. In part, he, he, he looked oh. a lot slower. Oh, wasn't see, he? See if you've got a spare import, and if he's fat. And he's not as good as the others, then I mean, it's it, no different if it's it causes, it, it would create competition. Guys will then need to keep playing because if you have an off game, you could get hooked. So I think I genuinely think, regardless how long these injuries are going to be, we need one spare import. If you're going to try and make a shot at this or, or push towards playoffs, because I think not having a spare import last year, we had injuries after Christmas and then it started to hit home. If we continue to get an injury here, there, and everywhere. The guys can't sustain this the entire season. Their bodies won't be able to do it, and I, then I, injuries will become more and more frequent. I do, I do agree with that, but I'm saying for this situation, this early in the season, um, well, like that's Christmas. not that's uh, well, but that's still we're not even halfway yet. You very, you very rarely get quality around around this time of year. You know, your, your guys like John Kristanovic. I think he became available October, November time when we got him. That doesn't happen often. You know, you get kind of guys that are just kind of bouncing about from league to league. Personally speaking, I would like to see an extra body come into the the, 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 the lineup. It doesn't have to be a world beater. No. You know, it just be a just be somebody to keep things simple. Um, but then you don't it, want a body for the sake of having a body. You well, do want to have some sort of quality. I think. I think. I think. You're you know, okay if you look, at, I, I looked at the, the stats and stuff and. We were before the weekend there against Guildford. We're actually averaging two thousand nine hundred ninety three at our home games now. I could be wrong. I would say that's up. Yeah, and last year up. at this time, definitely. Now, if you remember what happened, what seems to happen now with Clan is that up to the Christmas point, attendances are so so, and from Christmas onwards, the Christmas period is always a really busy time at Clan games, and then right through January into the end of the season. You know, you're playing in front of near sellouts pretty much every week. So for us to be averaging two nine nine three at this time in the year, I think is really good going and probably up maybe I don't know, two, three hundred in the last year anyway with things. So that, listen, when you you're a businessman like Neil Black, right? And a businessman like Neil Black uh, is going to have a budget in mind based on X amount of fans coming through the gate through the, 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 <coughs> the doors yeah. every week, right? Now that that figure in mind that Neil Black will have will be no more at the very most two and a half thousand people as an average because he's, he's going to listen he's a businessman he's going to want to make profit and so he should as well so um, I think as a fan base we're exceeding his expectation as to where the budget point was set if that makes sense to you guys yeah. so there may well there may well be room to squeeze a you know, a guy, a guy fresh so, out of college or you, something you like that. You feel there's money in the teapot. I, <laughs> I think so as well. I think you're right because the thing is, the way he's going to look at it is he's going to look at last year. He's also going to look at the fact that Fitzgerald's a rookie coach. They, they would have known that this season could have gone either way, right? Yeah. It's gone a lot better than, than maybe someone expected, a lot of people expected. And I think you're right. I think that's the thing. Not only that, it's up from last year, which was a successful season. So I, I think you're right. And, I, and you know, I agree with you guys. I, I feel like... I just feel in this league, I think also looking at our roster, we do have a lot of guys, you look at their age, it's unlikely they're going to get through a season injury free. Right? It's very unlikely. So, and, and it, it, it really, I mean, also, it really happens. There's, also the, factor, there's yeah. also the factor as well, I was talking to Colin about it, I was rather inebriating on Saturday, but there's the element of when you get guys, you, we're a four-line team, right? When you get guys who haven't a double shift, play more minutes, yeah. These guys are more likely to get injured themselves. Of course, they're yeah. more likely to suffer from fatigue, injury, or even suspension. You know, if 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 something goes wrong, 
So it just puts so much more pressure on the collective. You know, it really does. And, and I, we need to... Um, I mean, Fitzy, Fitzy, I don't think... I, he's clearly only going to play in an emergency situation. And this weekend was bare bones emergency. He did, he did the right thing. He played himself with the two young Brits as a centre and a forward. And when he played there... Okay, did he the play game, as well? No, yeah. he, he literally played a centre the tag. He never played D once. We just a full compliment. Uh, we had um, sorry, with John Haywood, and they were double shifting. T- uh, Springer was double shifting the holes. Springer never seemed to be off ice on Saturday. Mm. Springer was great on Saturday. Um, but, but when you when you look Fitzgerald, I think done the right thing. Okay, yeah, he's 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 laced him up. It lifted the crowd. There was a whole bit with that. There was even an, another wee bit when I think it was accurate or something pushed Matt Haywood, and then he got involved. And it, you know, people like to start the whole a chance, but. He did look un- not in fact but sharp, but he wasn't sharp at all. He played the PK, but he didn't look like everybody else. You could see the guys when they've got the puck, they were, they were moving. That's what I meant, Colin, when I said PK, he played D in the PK. Yeah, yeah. but he, he basically, when he was playing, he played with the two young Brits, which we only ran three lines, so we had like one and a half import lines, really, and then the, the young Brits. So, to be fair, the guys. We were talking about injury crisis. Like you've got guys like Roa, Tansky who does give you your energy. Roa's giving you points. Excuse me, Peacock, um, and Airtap. I mean, they're, they're not exactly unimportant players, but I do think that we need to. The the reason we were talking about the the spare import actually like was because Belfast, for example, had just let two guys go who have visas in the country already. So they've already got what they've yep. got. Why not, if anything, give them a temporary contract until people come back? That was your thinking. Put themselves in the shop window. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all you have to do is, I mean, they could play well for a couple of months. A, a bit like Stupka. Stupka turned up on a temporary contract. A, a yeah. contract I think it's, I agree with Chrissy. If you've got a guy who's got injury cover, he doesn't have to be, he's not going to, you don't expect him to light the head on fire. He's acting, I think the reason Fitzy, you know, laced him up this weekend. This weekend passes because it's just to give the guys a break. They he need to, you that. know, he said that it's to give them a break. That. You know, it's yeah. more about just giving them less minutes in the ice because he knows, like Chris said, they're more likely to get injured and all those things as well as fatigue. So, yeah. So, so I think just, it's, yeah. just with Chris talking about how much money's available because figures are up, etc. Like fans deal with emotion. Yeah. And they don't care about money books or spreadsheets or uh, profit and loss. We deal in emotion. And it's, it's it's two totally different things. When you, when you're paying to go and watch a well depleted team, you feel that you're you're not getting your money's worth yeah, as well. Yeah. I suppose yeah. to some level. Yeah, I think. So I, I think part they of the, need to, they need to well, remember you, you, you who. Need to who Sorry, Phil. Pays the bills if you like, and it's the fan. You know what I mean? It's the fan. Mm. So. Well, I think I think in business you need to speculate to accumulate. Yeah, yeah we're course, sitting yeah. we're sitting top of the league. Right, our are up. Well, we went before the weekend. We were sitting top of the league. Um, our tennises are up, say, what ten percent, possibly more. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, so, you know, if, if you're a businessman at Neil Black, and bearing in mind, well, we're playing in front of sellouts in the, the first year that Fitzy and Saltwas and stuff were there. We're playing in front of sellouts near enough every week, right? So, I mean, it was the hottest ticket in town. So. If you bring an extra body in and keep us winning, because yeah. as you say, fans deal in emotion and sometimes yeah. winning takes secondary to even performance. Yeah. Because people go home happy when they win a game. Ah, but you I can't totally. say, even even the hockey we're watching is entertaining. Like, everything mm-hmm. about it is entertaining. I mean, we were, the game on, on um, Saturday, sorry, was 
even for the, I mean, I think we were talking about again to go back to Springer. Springer was at the end of a shift, and I can just remember he threw one of the hardest hip checks I think I've seen at Brayhead in a long while, and then he absolutely flattened Ben Davies maybe ten minutes later. And these are guys that are double shifting, knackered, and they're still throwing everything into it. Mm. And for me, there's an ethos within the team, and I suppose you need to get someone that fits into that ethos. But to kind of agree with Phil, we are an emotion. We don't care how much it costs X, Y, and Z to get MD in. We just want a team on the ice that one we enjoy watching and wins. And that's it. Uh, I th- on you go, Chris. No, you go. I, I was just going to say, no, on you go. Okay. If you bring an extra body in, right, which helps us keep winning games, if you keep winning games, the tendency is keeping up. If the tendency keeping them up, the profits keeping up. You know, so. I, I was just going to say, it's th- this is a perfect opportunity to show how ambitious we are. Yeah. Do we have ambition to win this league? Now, MD Looker and will say we, we shouldn't be winning the league anyway, but. We're not top now, but I think we're a point off the the league with a game in hand over Sheffield. I think I seen, so, and we're nearly we're going, into, we're going into December. Cardiff so the only team that can overtake us in equal games. If yeah. we, if we were to get um maybe a, 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 a see when Cardiff or Belfast are at this stage of the league, and if they are up there, they're already bringing guys in because Cardiff they want guys. to win the league. They're yeah. they're here to win it. So if if we don't copy that, then what? It's, it's as good as saying we're not going to win it. We've, we've no intentions of winning the league. Basically, yeah. that's basically yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah and if if it's if it's affordable, time. I think I think they should they should do it. And I, as you say, I, I I would I would guess that the tendencies are higher than expected. Um. So. Well, if you look at some of the games that there's money TV, available. And to kind of comment uh, or compliment Clan. When they done the bring a buddy when it was a Cardiff game, okay, there was a lot of kind of what free seats or whatever, right? But the place looked packed. So see on TV, that was a great advert. Yeah. Now I watched uh, was it Coventry and Manchester in that one-off playoff game, mm-hmm. and there must have been about three men in a dug at that game. There was literally no and for a one-off playoff game in Coventry was a shambles, and you're thinking even watching Cardiff in the TV and the Champions League, mm-hmm. they were empty. There was hundreds of empty seats, and they claimed to be the big team in the league. Did Nobody was, was going to watch it And then Belfast as well I mean Belfast to be fair The credit them they, had, they, they seem to be getting pretty full now But again Cardiff are one of the big earners And how the fans are the best And all this jazz When you actually watch it There was there was huge gaps mm-hmm. and, and you're thinking Guys How are these guys are able to do And it, okay you can say about the rich owners But then when you look at profit and losses And all that jazz So mm-hmm. if you're looking at like Cardiff their attendances can't. In fact, I think our attendances are one of the top three in the league this year, isn't it? Uh, no, no. behind Nottingham, Belfast, and Sheffield. Yeah. Fourth. Fourth. No, I, I thought when no, someone was was no, 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 no,
and he might be back for last weekend. I was also told that Craig Peacock was an illness, and he'd be back for last weekend. And I was told that Tanskate was uh, training and skating all week, and he'd be back for the weekend. And none, none of them came back, and then we end up with a heart injury as well. So, yeah, so you've publicly just been told you've been taking a piss at Well, yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things, you know. Do we know what the Erd heart injury is? No. No, nobody knows. Things, no, no, and, and this, this is the thing. It'd be nice yeah. to know. And like you say, I, I think the problem here is you're looking at a, you know four key players, and so when you're talking about you're just just key bring, guys, bring, bring and bring one guy in. And as I said, I think you look at the the average age of our squad, and just it's it's just so unlikely you're going to have. You have to be very lucky to have a fairly injury free season. You know, in any in any hockey team. You see, know, that's, it, we're saying we want to know, right? And can I play devil's advocate? Does it matter? Because see if we know, then an opposing team member so knows. Right. So see if so if we right. know that you've. Uh, like, I don't want. I don't want. Like I don't want to know. No, 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 no. Exactly. It's yeah. not about that. No, you're right. No, but but teams don't don't disclose. They just say upper body, lower body. I'm okay with that. But the point is, the prognosis is either it's you know day to day assessment is in like you know it's short term. So it's just a matter of when it feels right or. But actually, this is more serious injury. That's what you feel. You're getting kind of the wool pulled over your eyes because. If it is short term, you're just kind of rolling, thinking it is short term because they're not saying anything. Whereas if they know it's long term, then they should be bringing somebody in then. Yeah. But we don't know, so... Yeah. But yeah. it yeah. is what it is. Okay, cool. Well, we covered that off. So let's talk conspiracy, about this. Conspiracy theories <laughs> were saying that we could uh, we'll bring in a new player after we play Nottingham on Friday night. Yeah. That's another. There you go. That's a conspiracy theory. There you, you go. Know. Never know. There we go. Good stuff. Um, well, let's move on to the, the kind of recent form. So we've been a bit... Yeah, yeah so some good results and bad results. So we had a since we last spoke, we've had the we beat Fife at home, lost in Fife. Uh, we had the 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 draw in the Challenge Cup in up in Dundee. Um, after they selected beat, us as their opponents, beat we beat Cardiff. Yeah, we beat Sheffield and we lost to Guildford. Um, so, um, so what what do we make of the yeah the, the recent form there? I mean, it's overall when you look at that, you know, some really positive results in there. I mean, a couple of you know, particularly the Fife away one, losing to Fife is always hard and disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, being being a bit short, as you know, I think got to be overall got to be pretty happy with the guys, right? Being yeah. short, and then I mean, Fitzy had said about I, I didn't see the Dundee game in Dundee, but Fitzy was saying that he he was basically trying to trap them in the neutral zone, so he's almost found a way to stop that that surge that they seem to have. But we seem to be successful against the bigger teams, and and no disrespect to like. Guildford and, and Dundee, but they seem and Coventry. They seem the teams that are taking points off us. When you look at Cardiff, Sheffield, I thought didn't even look in the game against us. I thought we absolutely ran over the top of Sheffield. Um, and I mean, to look at all all of them as a kind of a bunch. You're right. I think the short short benched aspect is really going to hurt us because yeah, we can we. We can't against all these teams like Sheffield that are running four lines and Cardiff are running four lines, and it's not just a four lines; they're a strong four line team. But Sheffield, I don't. We seem to have Sheffield number this year again. Um, yeah. Not to jinx it, touch wood. Um, yeah. Well, they've got they've got a potent they've got a very potent attack as everyone can see in the stats in the league. But I think you know that that's that to me looks the problem for Sheffield is they're very lopsided that way. You know that that that's the issue. So when they come up against a team that can. I don't can, think they're too yeah. clever uh, net. Yeah, they're not too net. clever. And Chris mentioned yeah, this before. He said, yeah, he said have, they'll have some goaltending issues. And I think they have had. So, well, they let one of the yeah. goaltending duo go, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and the other one is, 
hit and miss at best. Yeah, but I think I you know to be fair, I mean the you know some of the games like the the the, the Fife double header was interesting. Kind of the two games, not double header, but two games was interesting. The home game was was an interesting I, one where we you yeah. know we didn't we didn't play that well, particularly through a couple of periods, and then you know we, we just we talked about this last episode where we're a kind of funny our identity a funny kind of team we, and to me in that game what happened in the home game was just you know we, we were you know we were getting outplayed you know we were at times it felt like they were on the power play when they weren't it was you know they were playing you know and we were struggling to you know string a couple of passes together at times and then and then they just showed that we got that we got a kind of you know a kind of greasy goal you know it wasn't wasn't the best goals it was a bit you know a bit, a bit of a nice bounce and then we just, I think we just sensed this weakness where is that the three goals? And yeah, we just, we just, we just, we just absolutely tore them like apart. A and um, we just seen something. <coughs> well, do, do, do you know one thing I've noticed about, about the clan as well this year? It seems that like I don't know if you, you guys have noticed it, but when we, they seem to like play when they go a goal down. They, they seem yeah. to get angry, and then all of a sudden there's like a, a couple of gears. It goes up a couple of gears, and and I don't know, I don't know what you know. I'm, I'm not sure why that is. Why we can't just start like that? But you know, yeah. have you not noticed that? That it seems to be this kind of I, I just instant think that reaction. You know, in most games when it's too when you're if it's like a, if it gets a quality a quality opposition, you you raise your game and you try and get a quick one back. It happened. You only have to look to the Guildford game that just yeah. played there. They scored against us and we scored thirty yeah. seconds. Well, according to flash goals, yeah. uh, thirty seconds later. Good that teams kind of react. Result, and that's yeah. That result flattered Guildford, I thought. I mean, I thought it was quite an even game. Um, Guildford had kind of chances, we had chances, but I thought it was quite an even game, and I just thought it, it, near the end we just started to tire, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Chris had mentioned about indiscipline, but some of the, the decisions that, and we can complain about referees, but some of the calls for their their first power play goal to go 2 1 up, the guy hip tossed Bearham. He hip tossed Bearham, and Bearham got put in the box. So I didn't, I didn't get, and then, I mean, we were talking about it in between, and um, Scott, Chris's cousin, was saying there was one point where Laporte was basically not happy with a, a challenge, and he went up, and he, he basically chased the guy, and then he got kicked in the butt. So he did, uh, so he basically that, chased the guy all over the ice looking for a fight, and, and the guy never responded, so he got hit in the box. And, and it was just some of the calls were very weak, so that didn't really help the situation yeah. either, but... Sometimes you've got to be smarter though, against a team with yeah, the power play. You can't, you can't, when you're short bench especially, you can't go chasing no. an opposition player from one end of the ice to the other. Doesn't and, make and, sense. And, and, then, and then not expect the inevitable to happen, yeah. i.e. you're in the box for two minutes, mate. You can't yeah. And also against, against, either, against the best power play in the league. So it's like you're playing you're playing a team where you know that you yeah. say so. Surely I'm sure part of the yeah, team top yeah. beforehand was guys it's don't crazy, you know man. let's stay out the box right you know there's a, time, there's a time and a place for that you know exactly you're chasing yeah. a guy like that. Thing is, thing is, to me, you can you just wait for your moment to. You know who he is, right? You don't need to chase. You just wait for your it's moment. Cal, right? Marked and stuff. You yeah. wait for your moment. So, about like you go back, you go back to that that massive moment in season three when the first twenty seconds of the game, and it was a legal check with Matt Nicholson, and he checked. He, took, he basically knocked Matt Keith off his feet. And right? picked him off. And the <coughs> so they basically restarted the game. But 10, 10, 20 seconds in maximum. Yeah. And then he started the game at centre centre circle. Centre circle. Sorry. I'm not talking soccer here, but he started the game in the centre of the ice, right? The ref was about to drop the puck, and Fitzy obviously shouted something for the bench, or shouted something to the coach, and what happened was, whoever the D-man was that was actually on that top line, that line that started the yeah. game, then get changed, and, and Zach Fitzgerald came on, and basically Zach then shouted over to Nickerson, and that puck dropped, and boom, they just went at it, and, that, and, and Fitzy basically said after the game, 
you know, you've got, even though you know, I will say it was a legal chip in Nickerson, but Fitzy basically said, you know, you don't do that with your captain, you know, yeah. you just wait, so you just wait for the moment, wait for the puck drop and wait for it all to become legal and then you go. Exactly. There's no additional See, penalty called in the play. Exactly. Yeah. couldn't fight sleep, so they're not really no, going but, to do that. No, but the thing is, he doesn't fight, like, the thing is, there's other ways to get a guy back than trying, if he's not going to drop it and you know they're not fighters, just, like you say, just be a bit smarter about it, you got to be, like... You know, again, that that was you know the. Well, you know, it's kind of paraphrasing. Well, lost the goal. Get, lost the goal. Yeah, yeah lost the goal. But, but so. To kind of go back to what you guys said, being short bends, guys get tired, frustrated, uh. everything else. But again, I thought the calls were weak. That was my opinion. I thought the calls were weak. I, I, I just, I thought it was quite an even game. So, Guildford or Guildford, but yeah, as I said, it's if we look at penalty trouble, I mean, against Sheffield, some of the calls. That DeLuca head hit on Haywood was shocking. Um, and he got a game for it. And then what Connolly did got no ban whatsoever. He never got a game for it at the time. He never got in for it. So no, he got a two plus two, he got a check. Two, two plus ten. Yeah, ten yeah, yeah, that was like play. two minutes to go. But after it, even like DeLuca's was shocking. I mean, you actually watch it and he catches Matt Haywood right under the chin. But then you look at what... Conley did, and he continues to cross-check the guy at the back of the head when he's lying on the ground. Now, how Dops didn't actually because review that? Because we need to, um, because Requested. we need to request that. Aye, request and, because it, did he go, he never, did he go in the box for that? Aye, because Springer went after him. It was just about two Springer was pointing his jersey and then calling him a woman. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pointing at his clan badge. Aye, that's what I'm saying. He was doing that with his jersey. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see that, but I'm kind of <laughs> intimating that I'm holding the badge. Um, so, so one thing I want to talk. Just one point I want to pick up now in the, the recent games is just the, the the potency of our second line, right? So, I mean, this is something that I, again I thought in the five game when we weren't playing well, that was the only line to me that looked like we were going to do any damage, and that's that that's a. You know, it's, so we've got uh, Bierum, Laporte, and and Rao in that line, and they they to me seem to be the line that are that are really really starting to click. I think our first line of a top line have started to have some success recently. With, with you know, Beck has got back to more like Matt Sharpness. I know uh, Matty Roy's out at the moment, but um, what 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 do we think? What what do we make of the second line? We'll, we'll talk. With, yeah, we can pick all three of them out, but we can go individually as well. So, um, what do we think? Um, I'll, I'll start. Just we'll talk. We've spoke about. Um, the, the boy Row, and we're saying we've been saying we don't feel he's quite got going, uh, yeah. Full full pelt so far, but at the same time, until last week maybe, or he was our top point scorer, and I find that amazing that we've we've been talking about Roy, um, Matty Roy. Matty Roy <laughs> um, and Bierum and we've not we've not really gave Rao a minute a minute to even speak about him and I still feel he's, he's going under the radar but uh, I was surprised I'd say to you guys I was surprised when I looked up who is our actual top point scorer and it, it, it was uh, Rao so where where is he picking these points up and when is he picking them up because I don't seem to hear his name getting called out when um when we're, when we're scoring you, goals that's your pitch mate that's <laughs> I, think, I think he does fly under the radar somewhat yeah. I think I think somebody but, uh, but to be the top points guy well I don't think he's a top right. I think Bierum's a top, top point scorer isn't he Colin? no they're both the same both, both the same now. 
Bierham, Bier, Rasmus Bierham has 12, 12 goals and yeah. 8 assists. Chad Brown has 15 assists and 5 goals. Yeah. I well, suppose you're, you're only, you can have listen out for the goal and, and then you start hugging your mate again and you miss the assists a lot. Yeah. So. Um, listen, it's a bit like somebody said, I can't remember what you call it, whatever. It's a bit like when you first brought in McIver. And you see, this guy just looks slow. I just don't see what this guy bring, what what this guy has in the game. And it's only when you go to understand his game and see his reading of the game and the way he can tie people up and stuff like that, you realise why he played all the games in the HL over the years. Yeah. Because he's just such a great reader of the game. He just knows what's going to happen before it happens, kind of thing. And I think now we were starting to get to understand Chad Rowe uh, in terms of how he actually operates now. I pointed out to you, you guys as well. Uh, before last weekend, I looked at the stats, and he was actually the top face-off man in the league. Mm. Um, he was winning more face, I think, something fifty-six percent yeah. face-off wins, and it's more than any. I mean, even their top face-off man for last year was Craig Peacock. I think he's something something fifty-three percent off the top of my head, mm. but fifty-six percent is a huge amount of face-off wins. Uh, so he really is a go-to guy, and he scores. Listen, Chad Rose, not a kind of guy necessarily who scores goals when you're, when you're winning games 6-1. He's a guy, he's a clutch goal scorer, right? See when see when the chips are down, he scored that, he scored the, the goal and then he draw one each. Yeah. He scores big goals, yeah? So he, he comes up big in the big moments of games and that's the kind of guy he is, you know? And get excited. Oh, absolutely. I think he's... No, I think... No, he's a guy that I just think he, like you say, I think is, is reading the game and he, and he just, it's just he quietly goes about it. But I think the other thing about that line is... <coughs> Having Laporte and Bierum is 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 massively beneficial. Uh, I think the balance in that, yeah, great, great legs, legs. yeah, and, and physical. Bierum for a wee guy well, throws it about. Well, not only that, they're 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 excellent on the boards. Like they're yeah. really really excellent on the boards, and I think it allows Ch- Rao at the centre just to, to do his thing. And he is he's I think, and I I, I still think there's more to come from him. Like I you do, said, I think, I, so do. Well. I think there's yeah. more to come. See, I Laporte, Laporte has the same number of points as Matteo Roy or Matty yeah. Roy. Matty Roy. But see, we were talking about this earlier on in the plus minuses. And I know it's not a be all and end all, right? But Bierum, Chad Rowe, and Nolan Laporte are all plus 10 and plus 12. With the top line of Scott Pitt, um, Matt Becker, and Matty Roy are all minus two, every single one of them. Um, the biggest standout for me in this is Mikael Leithammer's a plus five, and he's got 15 points, and Springer has got 11 points and a plus eight. Um, I know it's getting get off topic, but would you see the the first line, the the minus two yeah. line? Would you pull any of them for Leithammer? I I I think my opinion on it is the, the it's all about balance. Well, I, I, I feel I, 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 a full compliment. I, I, no, no, I do not. I mean, I think he has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're Matthew Wackham's back. What do you do with that line in terms of yeah. getting together? Yeah. Yeah. Still drawing Becker. I think when Luke Hammer played in that line, Roy and Pitt done their thing. He was more a two-way guy. I mean, and because of that, they became more in the plus because he was tracking back, stopping it happening. Whereas I feel the top line, you've got three. I'm going to say, say elderly gentlemen, right? But you've got three older guys who are kind of lucky enough. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, but elderly gentlemen is young, younger than all of us. I don't. But, but, see, if you look at the three of them, the three of them are kind of. Matty, Matty Roy is, is maybe more of a two way guy, but he's not as fit. But they are three kind of luxury players, per se. You don't have a workhorse on that line, and I think that's what damages them. So. 
that line when you were talking about balance, that line is balanced because you've got the workhorses and you've got the bit of class and you've got. You, you so have the element of of top line against top line as well. Yeah. So when your top line is against their top line more often than not, they're going to lose a lot of goals. But they're yeah. not scoring as many points. Why is the second line scoring more? But points? then recently yeah. with the injury crisis, Pat especially has actually came to the fore. He has. As much as we're talking about you know fatigue and injuries and stuff to you guys, yeah. Pat's point production and general play. Is actually went off the charts since yeah. uh, we started losing. We looked at the guy we signed, we signed four years ago. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I think my opinion is this: is that I, I understand the argument for like let time, you know, a bit more balance. And you know, remember last year we had like Stoop Cup, you know, was, you know, I understand that. I think the problem is. With that, and I think to be fair, Lidhammer, he he has looked in front of goal. He's looked sharp. So yeah. I think there's, I think he, I in my opinion, he's thrown his hat into the ring there to, to be considered 100. percent However, I understand why, you know, a top line is a top line for a reason. And if you get, you know, those three, our, our three top players, in Pitt, Becker, and Matty Roy, you know, they've not really even had a chance yet, right, because of injuries. So I can understand why you know Fitzy wants to stick with that and try it because you know, you know, if, like you said, Chris, you know, Pitt's picked up now. Beck is looking sharper. If if Matty Roy comes back in, if they click, they, they could be a you know a devastating line potentially. But I, I think Lidhammer has absolutely yeah. thrown his hat in, into contention. He's me. Yeah, I've been yeah. see when he, he came in and, and Hansen never came back. We were thinking, oh, we'll yeah. be signed. And, and I'd looked at him before. He has more size and he's faster. But I, I've I've been impressed with him. I've I've really enjoyed kind of watching him play. But I would also say, let's see the D. Are contributing quite a bit. So like Pufal, he's got ten points in eighteen yeah. games. Yeah, Springer's good. eleven in eighteen games. In fact, Springer, if he keeps going at the rate he's going, he'll score more points than he did in Manchester in fifty-four games in two games' time. There you go. So he seems to have something. I mean, we were commenting on him on, on uh, Saturday. I mean, Chris were watching it, and we were actually saying he's actually really calm on the puck. Like he, he is a bit of something he's about him. He's joining the play as well. He's yeah. joining the rush. Yeah. He's joining the rush. Yeah. Sometimes he's too calm for me. He's made some. I know you don't like him, right? No, no, no. I don't I think, like him. I think no, he's no, a younger he's, guy. A younger he's guy. He is. He is. It's not, I think it's not. I don't like him. It's just that. I think you he's know, a late bloomer. You know. Yeah, I think for, he's still improving his game. I think he is. What, from what I've seen, he's probably brought his game. I know. Obviously, Manchester is more concentrated on the physical side because that wee small rent there and stuff, and you know, it's you know, you you can't. Move anywhere that. there, right? So I think I think he's been encouraged here to be to develop his game a little bit more and to show show his skills as a hockey player, which yeah. I think he's doing. I Never think he's yeah. breathing at his backside when he's skating off after a no. shift. He seems to be a, a genuinely really fit. No, he's guy. fit. Listen, I think it's, it's not I don't like him. Right. I just feel that in 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 all the games I've been to, he's he does he's one he's made some really really poor mistakes with the puck. As in he's it's he's too casual on it, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I'm all for being casual, but. I mean, there's been big, so it's been big moments you, in games. You don't, where, don't like him, but you're not keen on. Him. No, 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 no. I just no. I think, like you said, I think he's improving his game. And I like what, but I just think sometimes it's a matter of knowing your limitations. I think sometimes he needs to know his limitations. And I think the other thing, the other thing that I've been disappointed in, in certainly the first portion of the season, and I think that the Fife game was the first game that I really saw him do. It was he threw that monster hit in Shaber, which was like absolutely oh. put him in next week. But to me, that's why he's employed at Clan, and I, I don't feel that he does it enough. And I feel that's twice in Saturday, which is good. And I think crunching hats, which is good. And that's that's what I mean. I just felt for the first games I watched, I thought he's he's trying to be this player. He's making some mistakes, and he wasn't being physical. Whereas now I think he's starting to. I think if I seeing him throwing those big hits, 
contributing. I mean, and his, his effort levels are you know off the charts. There's no issue. But I think he's. I can I see a, a real I decent think he's player. A developer. I really yeah. do, and I think he's still improving his game. And, and Colin and I, you know, Colin and I saw him uh, in the pub after the game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, you want to see the physique in this guy? Yeah. Jeez, oh, that guy Shot is painted on. Honestly, <laughs> was. Are you there? Yeah, uh, it was me. You. It was Nicole. Oh, it was the call. It was me. You're just too drunk to remember. Who was actually <laughs> there. There's a bit of um, head stone in. Honestly, it's literally, you know, it's something like. A Superman cape he on, you know, yeah. in terms of the actual the, the pecs and stuff, I just looking out of him. But he's the, the thing for me is he's he's penalty minutes are down. He's been a smart enforcer. He's actually been coached well. He's not getting involved in in stupid. He's reacting when he needs to react. He's not doing anything daft. Um, I think the team have got team toughness. I, I genuinely do think that. I mean, the guys all back so, one yeah. another up, but. I think like when you watch, I think it's probably the quality of the, the referees. I think across the entire league needs to really improve. But these guys are sometimes within two minds to make hits because they'll get called. Because the referee, I still don't think the referees are fully clued up. But yeah. there's some of the hits like Ben Davies. That one on Ben Davies. If you see it in the highlights, he squashed Ben Davies off the boards, and Ben Davies took maybe ten seconds to get off the deck and had to go off. Yeah, and, that, and that's that and to me that that's what you want. That's what I want to see him doing consistently is, is that's to me is, is a big part of why we have somebody like that he's a physical guy and I think that I think you know the fact it lays a marker down which I think is great which just makes us kind of you know I think that's that's a big part yeah, of his job it keeps, people, it keeps the opposition honest as well. absolutely exactly which is good so yeah so some good time and one thing I'm going to pick up in the five game as well was just Scott Tansky's tuxedo like just <laughs> like by the way so so by the way so, so I mean you know it Matt, looked, it looked crazy well do, 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 do you know what do you know what it's the most amazing thing like you, you, you see the five all the five coach team in track suits and stuff like that and you're like there's Fitz in his suit and then Tansky in, a white tuxedo. Listen, a white tuxedo. The, the amazing thing, most, you know, the best thing about it was, is that that you well, listen. The fact that he was on the bench when he's injured, massive respect. Matt Stannis, where were you, right? Okay, where were you? You were out. You should have been there too. The other thing was, you could see him, like you know, patting the guy's arms. And I said to me, he's like a, he's like a fluffer, right? He was like, <laughs> he's like a fluffer. He's telling the guy, he's whispering guys ears. He's like, he's like, you are, he's like, you're, you're the best player I've ever seen. You're gonna score. I, I guarantee you. He said, he said, he said to Springer. See Shaber, he said he, he said something about your mum by the way, and he's gonna right. That's it. Out, bang. There we go. Smash. There you go. I think we need to put a warning on an eighteen rating on this. I uh, maybe podcast, maybe right? yeah yeah. But he's just you know, he's, you can see he's just going to the guys. You're that you're the best player I've ever seen. But he's he, just giving them. He's, he's telling them everything. The I mean, he's yeah. tapping them on the helmet with their old up magazine. I absolutely just 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 going. You know, big boy, you're gonna score. You're gonna score. I can beat a springer. See Shaber, he's he said this. He's like straight out bang. There you go. That is probably the best hat I've seen in a long time. One that was because he amazing. came right off the float and the noise when he hit him. Yeah. See, see, when we enjoys, he seems to enjoy it because every time he hits somebody, he smiles. Yeah. Uh, just in that five game, I, I did feel that five were a bit more physical than I expected them to be, right. um, and they had a couple of guys that were batting down from Springer, but obviously Springer was playing on a leash almost, like he's been told not to get involved in anything silly. Um, maybe f- the five guys sensed that and they were trying to taunt him into um, a penalty or whatever but yeah f- five they surprised me I, f- I thought they were, they were definitely more physical than what I expected in yeah, that match definitely well good stuff yeah. Scott Tansky keep it up if you're not playing at least you're fluffing and right just that's the main thing so look keep it up look the <laughs> killer for problem child that's awesome so yeah so uh, so one yeah, one, yeah, one, one 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 final I guess what is just just right out. So we've been we've been raving about Patrick Colleen all season. Um, 
maybe a little dip in his form recently. We've seen, I think, you know, there was um, certainly the Fife away game, um, some soft goals, and he's, he's let some other ones in as well. That look like, yeah, and, you know, you can see by his reaction. Yeah, so there's some poor ones against Sheffield, and um, yeah, I just wonder. Yeah, so I mean, any, any cause for concern there that we're short benches? He maybe. What, what do we think? Well, I think I mean, you get the, you get man of the match up in Dundee. Yeah. You get man of the match at home to Guildford, didn't you? Yeah. So listen, he's proven he is he is human. And he's maybe not at the levels he was at earlier in the season, but listen, the guy's still working. Yeah, hiking about downtime. Yeah. I mean, a couple of games in hockey, like if he has a couple of a bad day at the office, if you if you look at all the games he saved us, and then you look at the games where he's done some like that we've still won. I don't think it's it's too bad. I mean, I, I would rather if he has a wee dip about now and then it'll, it'll disappear because he seems to be a guy that criticises himself quite heavily. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it as a because he seems to enjoy himself like diving about and doing everything else. So yeah, no real cause for concern. I don't think is there. No? I think we're all who, who we're talking about, Patrick Joel Colleen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no concerns with Colleen. He's the best goal we've had in yeah. my time. So no, good stuff. No concerns whatsoever. Good. Okay, and then just so we'll wrap up now with that with just a look ahead. So we've got a game Friday night at uh, at home. So at Brayhead, uh, we've got the Nottingham Panthers come to town. So it's the you brothers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the the step, ugly step kids. That's it. Yeah. So um, let's. Uh, so what 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 do we think? What's the what's our thoughts on on, on the game on Friday? I mean, Panthers coming in. Um, probably some. Quite hot. Yeah, yeah, quite hot. They've, well, I would say hot. I mean, certainly some okay form. The form has been better. Um, yeah, they did back to back beat Belfast. Yeah. The weekend the weekend before, and then I think the two wins at the weekend there again. They signed that lad that used to be at Coventry mm. or something, and he was he was over a point a game for Coventry. Hit, not hearing anyway. Whoever it is. Um, as a forward but Brett Bulmer seems to be firing all got cylinders as well at the moment he seems to have picked his points tally up again yeah. Yeah. So, the whole team's picked up big they time have. the last I think, the thing is, weeks, I think they were giving an ultimatum though I don't think they have much choice so mm-hmm. um, I just think it's dependent on who we get back if we have like guys like Tansky and stuff like <coughs> even one or two of the guys coming back then yeah, I see us winning if we go into the game with the number of guys we had this week even with the whole week off I still think it's a tough ask. I yeah, just, I just I, think that. I think for three or three, four imports down. Four. Well, three imports, but people. I mean, yeah, he's a best You can just forget it. In my opinion. Yeah, well, they, 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 they lost in overtime at Sheffield, didn't they? I think Nottingham. Um, That's what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 it was a, a tight game, and like you say, they have their their form has certainly improved. So, again, it's, I don't know. My feeling on it is just, it, it, it's kind of hard to judge, but I don't know. It's like Sheffield, you know. Sometimes, you know, when they come up, you kind of think, "Wow!" I mean, they, they score a lot of goals against some teams, and then they come up, and we, you know, we, you know, I think, I think we'll raise our game. I think it's it is all down to the the personnel we have available. I think if if we're having ice guys from Solway and yeah, Fitzy's yeah. having ice, then I think I think we're in we're in trouble because I think it's just not sustainable and, and it breaks up the rhythm. Done okay, yeah. I think when they have come in, though, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to have it, but, but you much have imports. Well, it's just you know, yeah. see when you've got the the boys up for Solway, it's it really becomes about containment. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to, to scoring, going out and winning the game. Yeah, so. Yeah. It doesn't fill you with confidence if we're bringing two Solway guys in. I would yeah, rather. Nottingham's netminder's not grand either. Like, yeah. see, they they're doing the same. They've got whistle and somebody else, and, and their netminding hasn't been 
I think he's top in the league. He's top in the league. He's only played eight games, nine games or something because he got between the two of them. He did. He had. I don't know if you saw the highlights of the Sheffield game. They 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 Sheffield won overtime, but the but the Nottingham goalie had an absolute worldy of a save. Um, like and I'm not. I'm not saying I don't. I don't know how good he is. I've not seen him, but he did have an absolute sensational save um, in regulation. It was, um, or maybe it was in overtime. I can't remember. But he was. It was. It was incredible. So, yeah. But I think the thing is, you know, it's it's hard to know because they've they've been they've been in turmoil a little bit, and then they seem to have kind of sorted things out. But it's it's really hard to know how good they are. I mean, they, they went mm-hmm. certainly. You know, they're they're a team we need to be. You know, I'm not saying you take them lightly because they've they've their form has been good. They've you know Sheffield are a good team as well, and um, well, they certainly got a lot of firepower. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if we can, if Fitzy can find a way to see has the see since have kind of turned this corner. Yeah. Have they been home and away, or is it just for their home games? Do we know? Um, I think they've been both, but uh, both, they, yeah. and they had the, the they were in the, the was it the Continental Cup as well? They did yeah, right? the yeah, was that, yeah, so they've been they've been in a good. They're in a groove of winning, certainly. You know, um, which is you know you know they'll be playing with a bit of confidence, and I think. Like I say, I think the only thing about this clan team is I have to say is that even though I think two or three bodies down, we're probably not. You know, it's going to be hard. I th- I we, just, we seem to find ways to, yeah, to pull well, performances out the bag sometimes. So I, 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 I know about that. We put fifty quid in Sheffield the other day. Who? We realised we were three three imports there or something yeah. like that. Oh. And and they turned. Listen, the, 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 I, I that that was a one-off, but I think I don't. That, that was just one of those nights where we got a right good start in the match. Um, Can and then we, just, we just kind of hung in there, and then we were kind of hanging on because. Uh, out in the last five then we get fortunate we got um, the special teams we got a, a five on three yeah uh-huh. that's right um, and we, we put them at the sword and we got it so it was, thing, it was a wee bit it was more luck that kind of got us that victory because that kind of I think it was 28 goals in that aye but the thing yeah. is, thing is but I, I know you say that and I'm not saying I disagree but I think one thing I would say about this clan team this year is that yeah, we do have this ability just to stick in we said that just to stick in games not let even not let them get far enough away and, yeah, and then when we get our chances we yeah. seem to have this like we get that kind of we're just really like ruthless you know yeah. so you never know you never know let's, let's hope we keep it going interesting start not coming up in our last 10 games of one eight lost one in overtime so we got a point out of that yeah. which was a Sheffield game and lost one uh by one goal. The the host team. So they are. They are. On, no. They are. In, <laughs> uh, they are the form team, and they'll probably come in. Well, they'll come into us as his favourites. I mean, it has to come in. So. so hopefully it's Friday. Yeah, let's hope so. Eh? Let's hope so. Good. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, just before you, you wrap up, I yeah. just I was just want to say I've been wanting to say it for three weeks and I keep forgetting to say the e the elite league um Twitter and Facebook feed. How good is it to get these highlights up? But right uh, after the game with the goals and the interviews, yeah, it's really, been really absolutely just a amazing. Snapshot, isn't it? Uh, but it, it just it gives it, that as soon as you get home after all the matches, that's the first thing I go for. Yeah. Um, and you've got like twenty minutes. I just view yeah. and you're getting to know exactly what's happening around the league. It's been absolutely yeah. brilliant. Well, I take so I, so let's start something good. Something I'll I'll finish it off with something not so good. <laughs> as well, which it is. As I'm usual. sorry, mate. It's still the same thing. I don't know what everyone else that's listening thinks. We, as a club, our post-game interviews, we have to sort it out immediately because we, I, 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 I look at post-match interviews across the league and it's like, 
everyone else it's like six seven, seven six seven eight minutes you know, even then it's still the same it's like six seven eight minutes of actual like you're hearing what the coach thinks they're getting asked the questions you want to hear yeah. with the clan it's three minutes <coughs> and it's like and the questions are preloaded and the best thing was after the what game was it after I can't remember it was the same thing happened again where it was we, we, we were three points at the top ahead of at the top of the league and it's like Three points at the top. Three points ahead of the top of the league can't get much better than that. Well, yes, you can. You can be forty <laughs> points ahead at the top of the league. It's like we listen, and it's one of. It's not a criticism. It's just a matter as a fan, as a group of you know fans. You want it after the game. You want, you want the coach to be asked questions. You want to be asked about the controversial moments. You, that's what fans want to see, yeah. right? And the same with the player interviews. You know, it's we we. I think that's something that we can massively improve because the highlights are great, right? Yeah. This is fantastic, but that's something we can massively improve. So. They should. Do you know what I think they should do? They should do. You know they sell these, these raffle. I don't know. Use a lot of that, but anyway. Um, when you see when you guys are, like, you know, you buy those fifty-fifty tickets and all that kind of jazz. Uh huh. Um, I don't think anybody's listening. <laughs> Too busy like, doing Morse code here. I think Chris has got a dirty picture. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm um, just talking about saying. If you look at fifty fifty tickets and they're buying like a signed sticker or whatever else, why not sell like raffle tickets to interview the coach after it? I don't think they wouldn't do that. I just think just, just why not? The thing is just because people only supporters are going to ask the questions that you want. To I know, hear. but but there's an element of the club have to it's control. I get it, I get it, but but it's but you know you just you just I, want it to be more, you know you look, for example right the five clan games right. Uh-huh. There's Todd's interviews and there's our ones, right? But Todd is as dry as no night and day. Miles better. I like an night and day. He's <laughs> the most depressing guy you've ever. Mate, heard I'm sorry, life. but the thing is, he, he get he get insight. He he, he he talks about the actual controversial moments he in games. What he actually thinks. He blows the life you because he's a doer faced. Geography mate, teacher. Mate, I'm he sorry. Just, it's it's night and day, right? And every every other club seems to have it set up better than we have it. So yeah. Um, was there something you wanted to add at the end there, Chris? I did. Just yes. so obviously we spoke. We picked up in the Nottingham game on Friday. We also have a have a game in Cardiff on Sunday as well. That's and true. Um, it's actually a really big weekend for us because we could maybe drop from like first to perhaps fourth. Yeah. Um, because obviously a defeat against Nottingham Friday. Cardiff got a game in Hanover as it is um, with victory on Saturday. And then if they beat us on Sunday again, listen, man, we need bodies back. We really need bodies back as quickly as possible. I yeah. think if we if we have a whitewash this weekend, I think you'll probably see them moving to try and do something. Because if you don't, you lose the momentum. You need to do. I, I would. I would it will be interesting. It will be interesting. Because we tend to bring somebody in when we have brought spare imports in about December, January. So yeah. we're moving into December as of next week. So we'll see. I mean, I think the main thing is Friday. Let's see who's back. I think that that's that's mm-hmm. the main. I mean, if we've got three out of the four back, you're not gonna, you know, all of a sudden we, the conversation goes away and, and you know, even just two. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, two, yeah. If you could pick two, then it's but yeah, it'd be hard actually, wouldn't it? So who, um, who, yeah. who would you? Who would, yeah, you would I pick? If I, if I picked two, er, er, it'd be Erdhart, yeah. and I would say, I mean. Probably Tansky if we're short, but I think he offers. I think overall in the PK, I think I think I would take him about. I think we've got enough. I mean, it's hard to say that. I mean, Roy's been amazing, but I would. Yeah. I would. I would pick Erhan and Wah. I would pick Erhan and Wah. It's Matty Roy. Stop this Wah. He lives in Scotland. Hey, he's the king. Show him some king. respect. <laughs> Long live the king. Yeah, that's Long it. Long live the yeah. king. <laughs> Yeah, you're all say that at the same time as me. He says it, and then we all say it. Colin would take Springer and Fitzy. <laughs> 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 oh, see, see when I, did, I heard the two of them like when Fitzy was laced out, I was thinking, please oh, play the same line. Yeah. It was amazing. It was like, was doing it's a wet dream. Yeah, that's it. Good. Right. Well, we'll wrap up there just to Cheers. make sure we're on time. 
Yeah, thanks for thanks folks for for listening and uh, any comments just let us know. I'm on the clan.